If you are a competitive Christian, you should really listen to Justin Bieber. Uh, in early 2021, Justin Bieber did an expansive article with GQ magazine and he retold the story of what it was like to be one of human history's most famous people. You ever think about that? It really took social media platforms and the internet. It took Facebook and YouTube and Instagram and Spotify for people to become more globally famous than anyone else in human history and Justin Bieber was exactly that. One of his early videos, his music video for Baby, I think currently has 2.5 billion views on YouTube. Billion! <laughs> and yet, even though his number is so insanely high, do you know how Justin Bieber felt in the middle of that? Lonely. Lost. Confused. In the GQ article, he says how some of his security guards would come into his hotel rooms at night to check his pulse to make sure he was still alive after using, after getting high, after trying to escape. His story reminds me, especially as a competitive Christian, that one more like, one more view, it just won't do. Sean Parker one of the, the founders, I think the, the first president of Facebook, he said that social media was exploiting a vulnerability in human psychology. They kind of recognize that we all want to be noticed. We all want to be known. We all want someone to applaud and say to us, well done. And yet when we throw our souls into the social media universe, it, it doesn't work. Just ask Justin Bieber. One comedian called social media the new smoking, something that's highly addictive and very dangerous. Now, you're probably watching this video on YouTube or Facebook right now, so you should know that I'm not categorically against it. I just want to warn you, if you're a competitive person like I am, you and I have to be very, very careful. We will never touch the 2.5 billion views that Justin Bieber got, but we still notice, right? We notice how many hearts, how many thumbs up, how many likes, how many shares. If this post is above average or below our, our normal, that can affect us spiritually. It can mess with our contentment and our peace and our joy. You can be sitting in a warm bed in a beautiful home. You can be well fed and, and notice as you scroll and it can mess with your soul. So spiritually, what do you and I do with that? And we've talked in a previous video about what to do if we're comparing our, our bodies or our brains to other people. What, what happens when we're comparing our online selves? To what page of the scripture should we turn? Well, let me really quickly suggest three passages. The first one is from 1 Samuel chapter 16. If you know that story, God has chosen a young shepherd boy named David to be the second king of Israel. Except no one expects him to be the second king of Israel, not even the prophet Samuel. God sends him to David's family's house and when Samuel the prophet sees all of David's brothers, his tall, strong, royal-looking brothers, he thinks, this has to be the guy or, or maybe this one or that one. And God says this amazing thing to the prophet. He, he says, no, I haven't chosen any of them. You're looking at the outward appearance, but God 
looks at the heart. Social media in so many ways often rewards the outward appearance. But God looks at the heart. So as you think about who likes and how many likes, just remember what God likes. He likes the heart. Beauty can get likes. Anger can get likes. Slander can get likes. Foolishness can get likes. But what God likes is what happens in the heart. Second thing to remember, it is God who is in control of how much you are liked. I love this passage from 1 Corinthians chapter 3. The Apostle Paul was speaking to the Corinthians who were actually comparing their favorite pastors, Paul or Peter or Apollos, and here's Paul's response. What, after all, is Apollos? And what is Paul? Only servants through whom you came to believe as the Lord assigned to each his task. I planted the seed, Apollos watered it, but God has been making it grow. So, neither the one who plants nor the one who waters is anything, but only God who makes things grow. If God has blessed you with a big platform, all praise to God. Or if God's just given you an opportunity to serve one or two people faithfully for many years, all glory to God. God chose the Apostle Paul, despite his flaws and sins, to write 13 books of the New Testament. The Apostle John got five, the Apostle Peter got two, and the Apostle Thomas got zero. Does that mean that we should compare their importance? Paul says no. We are all just servants as the Lord has assigned to each of us our task. Finally, if you struggle with not being liked by the world, remember that because of Jesus you are liked by God. <laughs> There's this great passage in Isaiah chapter 2 where God kind of scoffs and he says, what, what is a human being who has only a breath in his nostrils? <laughs> like, oh, how important it is that you click that little like button. <laughs> like, you're, you're just a person and I'm just a person. We, we are so small, our lives are so short, but not God. And because Jesus died on the cross for all of our, our craziness, all of our weird infatuations, because he cleansed us, and made us perfect in the sight of our Heavenly Father when God looks at us, when God looks at you, Christian, he notices and he approves. He loves you. In fact, the Bible says he likes you. So if you're competitive, don't grab your phone and scroll. Instead, consider what God thinks about your soul, that you are his, his dearly loved child, and he likes you. Let that be enough. Amen. Hey everyone, Pastor Mike here from Time of Grace. Hey, thanks so much for taking your time to listen to this message. We would love so many other people to hear about this message too. So if you could think of someone in your mind right now that could use this, we would love for you just to take a moment and share it. Um, that's essentially how people hear the good news of Jesus, believe it, and find eternal life in his name. Thanks for sharing and have a great day.